What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Greg, it's Monday morning, and I, I'm loving life. What a great weekend we just had. Nothing like a fresh cup of coffee on a Monday morning. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, whole week ahead of us. Tell me about the, the weekend. So what did you think of the weekend and all the sports games that happened? What was your uh, favorite one? Sports weekend. There was a UFC fight. Someone did something. Oh, and then man. I watched the Tina Turner documentary tonight. It was just a Friday night tonight, last Friday night. Yeah. And I'm sure it was great. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> We're getting some Can we talk about Kevin's bacon? <laughs> yeah, let's get straight to Kevin's bacon. Greg, please give me the intro. Kevin's bacon. Forbes Kevin's 30 bacon. under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Yetis. Let's it, folks. Please do, Andy. Uh, of course, then, it's the Hispanic heartthrob Texas treat Latino heat. Clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting, head shotting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. What it's do we got a major news? melon Monday. It's a major melon Monday, everybody. Would you be excited Dude. to know that I might be working with Mountain Dew again? No big deal. Really? Mm-hmm. Doing the do. For what? Happening. More of this major do melon mountain. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Worry I about mean, it then. Shoot, it does no. sound exciting because uh, I got an email as well. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! oh. Influencer! His what? Third? Fourth year here? Which one is it? I think it's four. It, I mean, four? this is honestly like the fifth time I've gotten an email from them, but... I just assumed I didn't think it would be Major Mellon uh, involved. I thought it would be LeBron James's new venture. You know, LeBron James leaving the old, leaving the old conglomerate of Coca Cola, right? Very oh. shocking. LeBron He's James is this known, young upstart independent Mountain Dew. LeBron James known as the Sprite guy, right? Like right. Uh, the NBA playoffs are happening. It's LeBron James. He's drinking a Sprite. He's dunking on fools left and right. And all that rhymed. Did you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you all know that? Did you do that on purpose? Did you do that on purpose? I didn't, no. Um, but he just finalized a deal. Well, not just, but several weeks ago. Finalized a deal with the Pepsi company uh-huh. to go for Mountain Dew. And he has a new drink called Mountain Dew Rise. And Mountain Dew Rise is supposed to be, I guess, a new version of Kickstart. The failed Mountain Dew Kickstart, which is supposed to be a morning drink with vitamin C <laughs> and sort of healthier versions of this is just pure sugar type shit but mountain dew rise is supposed to be like an athlete thing, or you know uh rise and grind right the rise and grind culture that all sure. these athletes are all that. about yeah um but yeah apparently it's supposed to be this new thing and then i tweeted out the do the do's video with me and nick and i yeah. was like hey what you know what what do we got to get what do we got to do to be a part of this i would like to compare flavors i would like to rank the flavors of mountain dew rise sure and also lebron james i have not forgived you for uh 2013 nba finals that's what i said it has a whole new team now toon squad baby the trailer came out on saturday space i imagine it was nothing less than fantastic right nick i mean we watched it i haven't i I mean i when i watched it like i was very emotional because as you know tim i'm the biggest space jam fan here in the office uh, so the fact that they're redoing that movie is just super exciting for me, especially since I'm also the biggest sports fan in the office. Love the Ghost Spurs. Mm-hmm. Did Cavaliers. you become the biggest sports fan and biggest space fan fan over the weekend? Because I know that like the we're we're making jokes about the weekend as if the weekend hasn't or already happened, but now you're just kind of lying about other stuff. <laughs> I don't. <really. laughs> Andy, I don't, I don't know where the story is taking us right yeah. now. I'm just excited just, to be here. I'm having a good along. time with y'all. I know exactly where it goes. And it goes yeah. back to a story that I can't let us keep talking about Mountain Dew and talk about all yeah. stuff. We got to get back 
to Kevin's bacon. And it all starts before Kevin's this bacon. show started. Greg Miller looking through so something or other around his his computer setup that Kevin had to do something to recently yeah. uh, in the last couple of days. Greg Miller sees something and he mm-hmm. thinks it's bacon. It well, no, what it was bacon. is that I was alerted by the one and only king, Portillo, the wiener dog, mm-hmm. where Portillo was trying to dra- d- desperately get underneath the filing cabinet over here. Kevin, I'm slack. Oh, no, I'm actually, that's not how that works. I was slacking to myself. That's not going to help you get it, Kevin. You know what I mean? Wait, hold on. Kevin, don't you spell your name with a K? Where is it? Why isn't it right here where it should be? You know? <laughs> kind of, kind of. Oh, there it is. It's in the updates. Yeah. Slack is yeah. so stupid how it it's does dumb. everything. Why does it do that? Kevin, I'm anything. sending you uh, a video right here of Portillo the Wiener Dog trying to get underneath uh, the thing right here. Because I'm sitting here. Portillo, you know, he waddles over like he does. I cut up some pineapple for Jen right before the show, right? She, she, I brought that into the room. He was sleeping on the bed. He slept through it. But then as I was exiting the room, he woke up, smelled pineapple on the air, it was like, I'm going to get some food. I put him down. Here's where it happens again. Yeah. I know a lot of people out there are like, man, Portillo, probably the smartest animal alive. Not so. I had <laughs> left the pineapple in the room on Jen's desk. I walked out. He followed me because he's like, oh, my fat dad's always eating. Not pineapple. I came out and got a cookie. And then he followed me over here while I ate the cookie. And then as I finished the cookie, I, in fact, looked down. And Pertillo is in a mad scramble here. You're, the video is actually the final seconds of it here. You don't even, it's, it's a lot less energized than it originally was of him trying to get under there, which is just abnormal for this dog. And so I was like, okay, what is actually under there? It must have been there forever, right? And as you see there, I look in, and what do I see? A little piece of bacon. You know, I got a lot of piece of bacon there. So I reach under there. As you see, this is very, this is like crocodile hunter footage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I reach under there. I pull it out. Did you eat is the bacon? It looks like you ate that. You put the bacon. It in did look like. Well, no, no. I'm not gonna eat the evidence. Wait, 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 wait. I try to figure out what's going. Do you yeah. just take your socks off and then just throw them in the floor? Right there when I'm when I, I well, when you I, get you know, hot. Yeah. It's one of those things. Andy knows this. Andy and I, of course, the most athletic out of this quartet of people. Right. Yeah. Before a show, I'm over here. I'm in my b-ball shorts right now. You know what I mean? I'm over For here. Sure. I yeah. like to get in some high stepping over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get limber. Get I do some of those like air splits like the ballerinas do. So I'm limber. And then I come over. And of course, I want the traction of the socks. And then I come and I sit over here. I get going. And when I get hot to trot, the first thing I do is slip out of them socks. You know what I mean? I hit, hit them on the ground there. Now, and I'm I hate everything. Question, question number two. Do you wear non-matching socks? No, no, no. <laughs> I see what you're driving at now. Yes, there is, in <laughs> fact, one Puma sock here and then yeah. one, like, Long John sock like I'm going out to a Canadian ski trip. No, <laughs> no, Kevin. I, I take off my socks here like a normal person, and sometimes when I'm on the couch, I take them off, and I then I throw them over here, and then they lay here. Yeah. Mm. Now, so go back socks. to something yeah, that Greg we, just we said. Have to, go for it, just, Nick. He, I'm sorry. I, just real quick, I just want to point out, and I don't want anyone to ever forget, that Greg Miller just used the term hot to trot mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when describing himself. Yep. Uh, what, but he meant it in a way where I get uh, he's warm, he's physically warm. But I don't think that's what "hot to trot" meant when they First said it off, in the eighties. Hot to trot can mean whatever you want. It's it mean, right? I'm sorry. And I, I was definitely using in the thing where the pistons were firing. All right. Yeah. Yesterday I stumbled upon a cheat code. We all remember the game genie. We all remember the booklet of codes you put in your games, right? And what did I find out yesterday, Tim? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do I remember two scoops of ice cream. Okay, if I have right. two yeah. scoops of ice cream before a Suicide Squad reacts, you're going to get some good content. Mm-hmm. And so, again, this is what I said yesterday. I said, Andy, you know, you watch the NBA. 
if I'm if I get a team, you know what I'm doing? I get a Gatorade. Sure, it's got the Gatorade, and I get one of the big Gatorade things. <laughs> but I'm also getting a Gatorade thing, and I'm filling that thing with chocolate ice cream. And I'm saying, LeBron, before you got there, two scoops, hit it up. You know what I mean? I, I don't like you giving away the secrets like this, Greg, because this is eventually going to be a panel question at a panel in the future. Do you have any advice for young up and coming podcasters? Yeah, eat two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <for everybody. laughs> so I mean, I, hot to trot is definitely for me the Pistons firing. I don't think. It, what do you think it's dirty? You think it's sexual? I always thought well, hot she was hot to trot. I was horny. I was going out on the town. No, trot, no, 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 no. No, is it not? <laughs> no, hot to trot just means that like you're you're kind of cocky right now. You're a little too hot to trot right now. Like yeah, you're one of these you're, fancy you're, horses and you're trotting around, right? Yeah, you're, you're fucking hot, hot you know, ass horse. Yeah, the official they're, definition: ready and eager to engage in yeah. an activity. So it could mean horny. Yeah, we could. Well, it, it could mean could. horny, yeah. sure, but it doesn't. It means. Wait, oh, yeah. Let's, let's try to I bend did, everything to, you know, to make you right. Wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only 25% right on that one, Andy, but I'll take it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm going to take a question from uh, Kevin Coelho, kind of funny.com. So, my third question is Do you just throw your zarfs on the ground? What's a zarf? Zarf is the name of the, the coffee sleeve. What That's what the they're called. Fuck is a zarf? <laughs> a zarf is a coffee sleeve. So Greg went to no, let's unpack this for a second. Because what happened was Greg thought Greg thought he was going crazy and heard the word zarf. But when I confirmed it, he was like, oh my god, I'm not in I'm not in a dream. <laughs> That was amazing. Did you, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've ever you, been for Kevin's sanity. Your wife, like, your wife tells us. Your wife tells us what. I'm the, sure the, she knows it, Kevin. I'm right with you. Stab I'm right with you. Are, and I, I can't call it a look at like a psychopath throwing his Starbucks zarfs on the ground. <laughs> No, oh no God. one knows what the word zarf is. Eddie, none of us in this panel. Right. No, I had the All same right. reaction. What the fuck, God? He was so like, God, I love Kevin because he was so like normal word. Here it is. You got your zarfs on the ground. I mean, it's it's. I'm looking just, up right now. Zarf no, meeting. See, look, hold on. I love that we have. Two of Greg's non-matching socks. We have a Zarf, apparently. And then just an Xbox controller. Just showing Greg's <laughs> level of priorities. Like, his dual shocks, dual senses, prominently displayed. These things of beauty. The PS5 right there. Xbox fucking next to the Zarf. I look at even that. Even a Luna controller gets put on my desk. You know what I mean? I mean this Xbox I, thing. Somebody's got to keep them in place, you know? Here's, no, here's I don't want right to get too far from the Zarf thing. Go for think, it. Go they for call it. them paper Zarfs. Kevin's not wrong. They're, that is a no, name like, for coffee I'm not. I am not doubting <laughs> that Kevin is wrong. What yeah, I'm never questioning is the fact that this is the first time I've ever heard the word, and why is it from Kevin? <laughs> and why is it Zarf? Why'd they name yeah. it the Zarf? I, mean, I really I mean, thought it was just his, 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 his stroking out, and he was yeah. saying, so he was trying to say sock, but he came up with Zarf. Zarf. Looking, yeah. at, looking at Greg <laughs> go, best. you all heard Zarf too, right? Yeah, that was the best. That was the best. Oh, my God. That was so funny. But okay, I, I don't want to lose this because we're not getting away from Kevin's gold. bacon. Don't no. worry. Instead, Do I'd it. like to answer some of these questions that I'm being asked. All right, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I understand that our jobs are different yet similar, Kevin. You are over there. We we ask you to make sure these shows run on time. We ask you to make sure that they you know work, that everything gets recorded. You know, click, click the thing. You're bringing up videos. I'm sending it over there, right? You're not necessarily on camera talent, even though you have been on camera before, right? For me, when I come over here and I'm hot to trot and I'm ready to do a podcast and I'm jacked up on two scoops of ice cream, maybe a chocolate chip cookie from Starbucks, all right? I'm shedding everywhere. layers as I go. You're goddamn right I'm putting socks down here. Sometimes I'm cold after a show and I get on the couch with Jen. You know what? I start heating up. 
poo poo. I go oop, poo poo. My socks off. All right, they come over here, I get it. and I try to keep them together so it will be easy to eventually pick them up and throw them towards the bedroom door. All right, and it's the exact same thing. Of you know, we didn't ask for this life. All right, I wasn't out there praying to God for COVID so I could come and work from my living room and bring my whole office into the living room, right? So you think, I, this, this fucking place makes me sick to my stomach, all right? So yeah, the, sometimes the garbage piles up here and I just knock it down on the ground. I'm moving in two weeks. I'll get it then, Kevin, all right? I'm, <laughs> all not, right, I'm not moving right. another trash can in here. I'm not giving up the ground. You look over here. Yeah, there's an Xbox controller on the ground. Why? Because I got a DualSense here and I got a Luna here and I got a Backbone here and I got all these goddamn Funko Pops so I'll make sure my future children can never go to college because I spent them on Funko Pops. And so, yeah, I get active and I'm like, you know what? So, yeah. I don't I don't need the Vita for this show and I'll put it over there on the floor. And then eventually, maybe Saturday afternoon, Sunday, Jen will yell at me and I'll pick it up and I'll move things around. Alright? Here's a bigger question. Why do I have this fall wreath <laughs> still here? It's not fall anymore. You know what I they mean? Look like, they I look like... They look like... snow globe. What is going on over here? What's that? Andy? I'm sorry, Andy, what'd you say? You'd like to listen to the Florence soundtrack on vinyl? I have that too, ready what to go. You? It's not plugged in to anything. I, it's like it's yanked it out of the wall like an old school telephone. I give it, I give it five seconds before Jen texts Greg and says, shut the <laughs> fuck up, please. But then <laughs> Greg will educate her bitch ass to understand what a Zarf Jesus, is, because yeah. I guarantee oh, she oh doesn't know. I guarantee there's no one. I mean, does she know what a Zarf is? You I will I'll rescind my statement if she knows what a zarf is. She's I mean, she's not from America, so she'll probably know what a zarf is. We, we No don't really one knows know what a zarf is except for Kevin. I know. Koala. I mean, me and Kevin are <laughs> Zarf fans. We're Zarf, I would say Kevin and I are Zarf fanatics at this point. Look at the look at Kevin. Look what I did here. I made my own Zarf. <laughs> He's the only custom Zarf. That's a, that's a that's a homemade Zarf, yeah. This is a homemade Zarf, Andy. Uh, I'm thinking about putting Andy, him on it Etsy keeps his later. Warm, his hands warm. So, See, that's honestly, why we thought that's why we thought Zarf didn't exist because you just said it keeps his warm hand. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes wires get crossed. Wires get yeah, crossed. Can we talk about Kevin's bacon now? Is yeah, this sure. now the time to talk yes, about Kevin's Yes, it is. Bacon? So, so Andy, what happened before I text, the pre-show? I texted, I texted Jen. Do you know what a Zarf is? We'll see what she says. Um, well, during the pre-show, Greg goes, Kevin, did you, by any chance... When you came to plug in all my computers, did you bring bacon with you? Were you eating bacon? And Kevin's like, no, what are you talking about? Are you sure? And then Greg kind of goes, oh. I started laughing. He laughs. He goes, ha, ha, ha. He laughed like that. He goes, it's not bacon. It's pepperoni. Piece of pepperoni from a pizza. That's right. And so and the revelation was. <laughs> well, I brought up the fact that if anybody were to have were to able to mobilize bacon, it would be Kevin. Like there would be nobody else to be eating bacon on the go than Kevin. And I, I just think that's like, that's his personality, right? Totally. Like, and like, that right. is the funniest it, what, thing the, to me. It's like no. someone had mobile bacon. Who could it be? <laughs> All of us think <laughs> it's like, fucking Kevin. That's Nick funny. missed this conversation entirely. Nick then comes in and we're still talking about the bacon. And Nick, without skipping a beat, just goes to Kevin Bacon. Kevin's Bacon. Yes. We should do something with Kevin's Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I hate us it all. It writes itself. You got a thumbnail. You got a thumbnail right there. You got a headline. Here's, here's what it's the, Monday morning. Spoiler. Somebody's getting ready to go to work. They're turning on Spotify. Kevin Bacon's on the show? Kevin's Bacon. <laughs> Kevin's it's going to be Kevin. They're gonna, Tim's going to text you and be like, can you have Kevin get a picture of Kevin biting something? And it's going to be uh, Kevin God. Bacon. But colored like a strip of bacon with just the red on the outside. And the His face on the bacon. On the yeah, it's going to be great. Be uh, for the record, Jen did not know what a zarf was. Huh. 
I okay. Contact I issue thinking. us a challenge Contact for this thinking. kind of funny podcast. Do you think that over the course of this show, we can find one other human being that that knows either what a zarf is or what the cup holder things are called? Because I think it could work both ways. I mean, I am down, but I think I think the difference here that I'm going to see is that a zarf is more of an ornamental cup holder for like a glass tea that you would put that in and then hold the tea. I don't think people are going to think of it traditionally. The if zarf you to, being. If you go to Starbucks and you ask them for a zarf, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, sure, right here." Oh, it's will, a Turkish word. I'm gonna word. go to Starbucks right now and ask them for a zarf, and they're gonna go, <laughs> "Do you mean a coffee sleeve? A a Call recyclable?" Coffee the only sleeve? place you'd ever see a coffee sleeve called the zarf. It would be on, like, if there was a biology of the coffee cup thing. Like, when you have to label the genitalia, right? And you, like, you do, you do the line, and you're, like, cup. labia majora or whatever. Like, that yeah. kind of fucking shit. No, That's when you'd if, see Zarf. If you, if you go to, uh, what, Zam- what is this place called? Zamabar? Or is it it's still around? You know, the, like, the fancy tea place? They'll know what it is. Sando something. <laughs> Yeah, Sandabar. What's well, a great question? Sandabar. Starbucks. Sandabar. Wait, like, does Starbucks know it's called the Zarf? And I don't. And I mean, a barista oh, at Starbucks. God. Oh my Who do we know who's a former barista God at Starbucks? Bless my wife. God fucking bless Danielle. I go. Yeah. Do you know what a Zarf is? She texts me back. The thing on Russian teacups. She fucking knew what it was. See, she knew what it was. She knew what it was. Uh, Psychopath. Also, re- really, really quick. Um, it's funny that like, I, and I really only, I feel like only Tim should know this, but like, who takes Bacon Mobile? Like out of all of us, who's known to, exactly Nick Scarpino no. and yeah, his bouquets of bacon? We have seen that before. Yeah, I've been. Uh, there was a while where it was crispy bacon, Kevin, and then there was also a while where I thought it would be healthier <laughs> with fun. turkey bacon. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was always fun. Joey would also real quick. Two, two. I want to. I want to take back my comment about Jen being a bitch ass if she didn't know this. <laughs> It's You're fine. Late, it was it's we were late, rolling with a bit. I appreciate it. No one took it I seriously. Think it was, we took it in the spirit with which it was intended, which was positive. <laughs> and two, I didn't take it positive. Like Damn. Kevin's making a good point, but it doesn't change the fact that when we think mobile bacon, we think Kevin. Like you can't run from that, Kevin. It's like there's just an inherent like personality. Nick doesn't have that personality. Nick has the facts, but that's the thing. We like there, there's a level of character over who we actually are yeah, and right. kevin you're larger than life yeah. you know what i mean it's like the sure. character of kevin coelho is like mobile bacon is just almost your tagline <laughs> you know remember when you did <laughs> when i would order from bacon bacon you had a standing rule that if i ordered anything for bacon bacon, bacon, bacon like the breakfast bowls i had to get you a bouquet of bacon yeah that, i believe that was what? nick i believe that was guess nick who ate half of that about. every single time it i was thought me. it was you i got it for you you and no, i I, 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 think I think kevin requested it but i think he requested it on my behalf because he knows oh man kevin you're so good strips of bacon for the record joey noel a former barista says she i worked at a coffee shop for two years and did not know they called zarf i've never heard her say she was a former barista did she work at a college yeah i know that like have you ever heard that she's a former barista i went to space out. i didn't even know about that <laughs> who richard gary yeah andy andy's best friends with richard garriott so i don't know there's so much about andy that i don't know and it's exciting to me because as our friendship progresses he will start like we'll sprinkle explore in. that's how you yeah, know we'll you're getting closer it in there. yeah yeah, but I didn't know this about Joey either, Kevin. I, I feel like, are we calling bullshit on her right now? Or is this... I, I mean, that's kind of what's being thrown around Joe. by a lot of people. What coffee shop did she work at? Joe, what coffee shop did you work at? Because I worked at a jump in Java, which was a coffee shop slash smoothie restaurant. 
and I gained 45 pounds working there because I uh, just see, ate the protein bars. And then my manager told me to stop eating the protein bars. <laughs> I was eating like three a day. Wait, were you already heavy and then you gained 40 pounds? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I was Joey like says, I also don't talk about working at a hair salon, but I did that as well. I've heard what that before, the f- though. What? I, uh, here I've she comes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm it's here. Christmas in April. Joey Noel. Hello. I worked at a small coffee shop next to, it was like on a campus with a church and a preschool. I don't. I honestly don't know if it had a name. It might have had a name. Okay, but I Joey don't worked it. in an undisclosed coffee shop that may Joey, or may I'm not have had a up. name. Right, Kevin. Right, Kevin. <laughs> Joey, yeah. just give it up. You work for the CIA. You worked for the C, the Central <laughs> no, that's Intelligence my dad. Agency. This brings up something really interesting, Andy. What was the name of the car dealership you worked at? Because you know what, I never believed you when you yeah, said that. I don't that believe happened. that story either. <laughs> South Texas Buick Pontiac GMC. Did now, now. Now they're not. They're only called Buick GMC because Pontiac no longer makes cars. Tim. Too many details. Too many Tim. details to Tim. the story, everybody. Uh, I just looked it up. Apparently, it's called Corner Cafe. Uh-huh. Had no idea. Wait, where was that? No idea. On the corner. Uh, it's uh right by Newport Beach High School. I, was, I know the Corner Cafe. Like right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know that. Oh, oh no, right. I'm thinking of oh, right. no, right. Keen. Okay. You're thinking of Keen. <laughs> Kevin no, doesn't like that. Nick, is Nick Scarpino it. suddenly stands <laughs> up, and is like, "Yes, I've been." Uh, th- I, once Joey served me coffee. It's a fucking full on like, <laughs> you know, like like it's, we're getting Joey played. and I. It turns out have been, have known each other for 45 years. Now, can we dial back to the to to, to Andy's experience <clears throat> with uh, the car dealership for a second, Tim? Do you mind if I if we unpack this because I think I have a damning piece of evidence. Andy never talked about working at a car dealership until we did Cobra Kai in review. And there was a moment where I thought when you asked him the name of it, he almost said LaRusso, I'm I'm sorry, Pontiac Buick, Texas of of Austin, Texas or whatever. I'm thinking, I'm just saying, did you also compete in the 1985 All-Valley Tournament? If you go back to old kind of funny podcasts or old Game Over Greggy shows that I was on, I've mentioned that I worked at a car dealership. Thousand percent, thousand percent. That's not a lie. Part of it, in my life. Well, you weren't listening. That's fair. That's probably. <laughs> but see, what shocks <laughs> me is that I <laughs> wasn't listening, really... Andy. Yeah. Like I, I actively care about you. I was kind history. of, I was I kind of shocked when, when you. Tim said that he had never heard the story. Yeah. To the point where I was like, "Have I ever told a story? I'm pretty fucking sure I've told the story before." I mean, and I believe had... you. Yeah. Kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Remember after knowing Greg for 10 years, like he's like, oh, hey, I worked at a pet shop. Like, what? Yeah, that was Come weird. On. To me, it's the cousins. To me, Greg's cousins that we've never heard about, like that babysit him, but like still kind of like him. That's what blows my mind. Why would well, you like me? You, you, kids are stupid. I mean, well, you know what I mean? Come on. Shit. Well, I understand that, but like. But like the, the, you know, there's some level of like uh, I don't trust this guy. You, like, I love that I don't have your any cousin was trying to watch no. a, a music video, right? To to the point where she wasn't allowed to watch the music video. Bon Jovi. That's why she could, you wouldn't yeah. let her watch Bon Jovi. Yeah. Wasn't it cousin Jovi? No, cousin hey. Jody said something about Bon. That was good, Tim. Uh, the, here's wasn't. why I don't trust Greg. Well, it's as good as I get. Thank you. Um, is because he calls cousin Jody first week mm-hmm. right i was like all right fine i buy that he's got a person out there who's definitely not an actor that he hired for 15 dollars in the community or whatever and cousin jody is the first week then yeah, cousin yeah. josie or whatever it is julie julie and jody, jody, and jody all right it was very easy to follow you're making what's, it crazier than it was what's going to be next week cousin uh cousin joan what's it going to be what you're not that joffrey person that just came into our house joan rivers this hey, zach <laughs> zach ryan hello zach ryan from ig and how are you 
Good. Your mic's not picking up the right way. You're like, it sounds like you're yelling okay. too far away. Okay. Those fucking glasses, though. My God. What about this? That's way better. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. That. No, it's fine. Uh, hold on now. Tim, you lean. Oh, no. Kevin's on it. We're fixing it. We're doing the thing. Bam. There it is. All right. Perfect. Good enough. And then hold Nailed on. It. Oh, it's, it's almost there. I'm we'll get rid of the Superman to Greg thing. and It'll be fine. I told Zach to come in audio only, but this is. I could know, just turn my video off. That's fine. No, no, it's fine. It's no, no, Zach, stop, looks, it. Zach, Zach looks too good today to come in audio only. Bro. I know, right? No, that when, you look, like, choice, when you look like Discord's Zach choice. Ryan, you come on, you throw it on, you look at. Discord just starts his camera all the time. He's like, God damn, Discord. So it's just an auto, yeah. <laughs> it's got it got to be seen. It text my face, it just pops <laughs> right up. Zach, here's why we've called you in. Okay. And I've already tipped my hand by asking, of course, who works at a coffee shop, and you okay. responded that you worked at a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. But if I walked into the coffee shop, mm -hmm. and uh, actually, and before we get to it, what coffee shop? How long? Give me that kind of information. Okay, so I worked at I worked at the Bucks right after college. Nice. For about a year. Okay. Yeah. If I walked into that Starbucks. Walked up to the counter and I said, okay. "Can I get a zarf? What would you give me?" <laughs> a zarf. Um, that's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. Kevin's face. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know what that is, but I would. Okay, to me, that's probably some sort of frozen situation, like some okay. kind of like cold, like ice frappuccino deal. You're close. You're but close. with like, but with like. A like lot of like, shots of caffeine, a lot of shots like, of espresso. Like is Zach, is Zach a good employee? Like doesn't seem like it right now. He doesn't even know. Would you no. consider yourself a good barista? Oh, definitely not. Like I was <laughs> not good at the Bam. job. For Thank sure. you, Zach, yeah. for proving my yeah. point. You know what I mean? But, but what, I don't also, hold on, hold on. Your place knew. looks. Your place looks amazing. Really cool. Really cool. So dope. Thank you very much. So Thank you very much. I have a I have a question now. What is it about the job that you would say you weren't good at, Zach? Um, I think it was just a general lack of interest in working at ah, a coffee damn. shop. Okay, giving yeah, a like, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I mean, it's not a difficult job. I just didn't. I, you know, I was out of college and I needed to work somewhere. So the Got bucks. It. So let me ask you a different question. Okay. If if I were to ask you, what is the name of this sleeve that goes over a coffee drink? What would you say it is? Like if I heat say, sleeve. oh, this cup's too hot. Do you have anything that could help me carry this cup to my car? Yeah, it's, and then like it's to my a work? heat sleeve. Heat sleeve. But, heat if, sleeve. but if I was like, oh, but what's the scientific name? Heat sleeve, dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to teach you here, Zach. The answer Apparently is... Zarf. zarf. A paper zarf. zarf. They call it Are paper zarf. Are you fucking kidding me? That's no, <laughs> we don't know. We're not quite sure. We've seen it on Urban Dictionary. Kevin refers to them as zarfs. But Kevin also likes to say either the scientific name, scientific name or... Whatever is the uh, scientific name. There we go. Now, damn it, it's rubbing off on me. Now it's starting to come coming. He either likes to say that name or he likes to say the alternate version of whatever the name's going to be. Or word, by the way. Kevin okay. does that a lot. And he All does right. it to, I think he does it to annoy me, but also because he knows, <laughs> I think it's, I think he, he also does, I do it to annoy him. When I say things like when Greg said I wear a Puma socks, I meant, I, I meant to say, do you mean Puma socks, Greg? Yeah, uh, Puma. Yeah. Puma. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, yeah that's right. fucking So it's, it's called a Zarf, and we were just kind of shocked that anybody I've would call it this, that anybody would that know this. i never in my life. So. Yeah. It's made but again, self-admitted, like, not good at his job. That's you know, true. That's true. So we we got to continue this. We got we to get true. to the bottom of it. We got to find someone that's like, I am the best barista in the world, and I know it's a fucking Zarf. And I don't <laughs> think we're going to find him. That person is out there. Whether or not you're going to find him on Twitter and get him into the shows, uh, that remains to be seen. I feel like. exactly. I don't know if it'll be a Starbucks employee. No, I, mm. I doubt that it would be a Starbucks employee. Because the I fact that like, like star, a lot of the Starbucks ex experience is similar to mine, where it's like, yeah, I'll sure I'll work at Starbucks, I guess. 
Got to yeah, make money. And, <laughs> and, and you were so certain and you were so dead on with heat sleeve that you were, you were ride or die with heat sleeve. And I feel like that's going to be the general answer we get from a lot of I mean, people that we not, try to bring that's, in here. That's not a Starbucks term or anything. That's, that's just, just a, what I always refer to. Yeah. It feels yeah. right. Yeah. Much better than Zarf, admittedly. I, look, here's the thing. I'm just saying during the orientation, some, someone might have been like, and here are the Zarfs, and Zach just wasn't listening, you know? And I was on, I was on my phone like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, cool. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. God, exactly. Zach, like, you look too cool right now. Those glasses, the reflection, <laughs> you got to stop. I, you I wish, bring it down, I, bring I it wish down. That I, had a, I wish that I had an excuse about, like, wh- why I'm wearing these sunglasses to look like a cool guy, but it's literally that my, my curtains are hard to reach, during the day without sure. moving shit around and then yeah. it's fucking bright as hell around three o'clock so <laughs> i love it i love it all right bros thank you very much zach take care you, zach all right so zach admits he's not a good coffee shot in, uh, shop we got employee. him we got him you know now, what I mean? greg we're not getting yeah i want to call gia's little sister jenna who okay. for many oh. years worked at a coffee shop and oh, i would gosh. say prided herself on it she like, would know the word czar. And and she is the type of motherfucker that would know the word czar. Yeah. So I got on, a couple other. Well, he's, hold on. My thing is if she's the best, do you want to save her for last? Oh, I don't know if she's the best. I still don't think she, I don't. My bet is that nobody knows what a czar is. Okay. I got a couple of irons in the fire. I Go, feel like if somebody's going to know it, it, it's going to be her. I don't oh. know. I, I doubt it. I don't think she's going to know. If you have someone uh, ready, Tim. let's do it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What's up, Kev? Tim, dead silence. uh, I'm thinking about my question here. Now, is she not known also for being a, a, like, she's a bartender? Or she was a bartender for a long time? Uh, No, no, no. Post post coffee shop, she then Mm -hmm. uh, was a hostess somewhere. But you pick up a little bartending here and there from doing that. Of course. Mm. You never know when you might have. She's a bartending enthusiast. So if we asked her what a Hawthorne strainer would be, you don't think she would know? I'm just saying, if we if we want to get like figure out how into these things we are, well, I can bring you tests. You know what I mean? We're not trying. Like it's not. This is not a <laughs> oh, test. Oh right, right, see. right. Oh, it doesn't no, seem no, like no. one. It doesn't seem like one. You know what I mean? What? I'm sorry. What are we? What are we testing, Kevin? Hawthorne strainers. Hawthorne strainers. We're talking about bringing in Gia's little sister. Tim's prepping okay. that. I've put oh, out no, an invite. I know, I know. Ready on Discord? Literally, what I'm doing is stretching while we wait for this person to join us. That's all I was trying to do. All right. So just everybody, calm down. Stretching your bring it down a notch. Bring it down a notch. I'm trying to get everybody. I'm standing. I can lead the stretch. Everybody. Do that. There you go. Andy stretching everybody. Can I? Can I pay Andy a compliment? I'd love for you to pay Andy a compliment. Um, I don't know what you've been doing lately, Andy, but it's the him vitamins, the standing, the exercise, the color in your face is great your skin's looking good the hair's on point you just look overall healthy and happy and i'm happy to see it very happy to see it thank you thank you i i um i think it's standing desk i'm not gonna be honest with you it might be because i think i mean your posture right now is phenomenal i've gotten a couple tweets from people and then i'm dming with sancho west yesterday just kind of catching up yo how you been bro and he and sancho west loves the podcast and he loves Mm -hmm. interview like sancho west listens to every interview and he's like dude you've been killing an interview lately and no joke, like the standing desk, I feel like you're more energetic. For sure. Oh. I honestly do. I, I, I believe that for 100%, 100%. And this comes from someone that generally has a lack of focus on these things. 
So I'm very impressed by it. <laughs> this is somebody who didn't re- realize you wore glasses for 10 months. <laughs> so long time. I was like, is it me or did start wearing? He wore glasses for so long. Hey, Here's this KFAF episode we did a year and a half ago. <laughs> and you know the time you're talking is the time that I'm using to, to like wait till I can talk again. That's I think it's that I thing where I ask people in DM you want to be on the podcast. Like, oh, fuck yeah. And I give them a Discord the link. They're like, what the fuck is this? Huh, yeah, I don't have give the answer. You meant now like. thing? <laughs> yeah. Is this for, is this Gia's sister? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's screening Tim's calls. <laughs> I'm not feeling good about this. Oh. Hey, Jenna, you're live on the Kind of Funny Podcast. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. We have a question for you. Uh, you were a barista for a long time, correct? Yes, I was a barista for a long time. Would you consider yourself a good barista? Um, absolutely. Oh, damn. Ooh, I love, okay, I okay that's a level like of confidence um, that uh, I'm stoked about. Because we have a, a, a scientific question for you here. <laughs> God damn it, the word. Oh, gosh. I hate it. Okay, go uh, if I were to walk in and ask you for a zarf, what would you give me? A zarf? Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a different question. If I were to ask you, what is the name of the little sleeve thing that goes over a hot drink? What would you tell me the answer is? Kevin, it's not looking good for you, big dog. A sleeve? Yeah, that's the name it's of a, it. The answer is Zarf. It's a I Zarf. Mean, it's, not looking, it's not looking good for that me. Is, that's what they're no called. Way. Yeah, that, that's what they're, that's called. What they're that's called. called. That's what they're called. Look it up. Who calls them that? Turkish? It's, I just looked this up. Yeah. yeah. Starbucks. Weird. So we're, we're just trying to figure out. Yeah, we're just trying to figure out if anybody we know actually knows that. And you, you were our golden goose. You were the one that were like, if anyone's going to know, it's going to be you. So yeah. I thought you were going to ask me like a latte art question. And I was like, so ready. I, mean, I really feel I, like that's when people are Can you make a Pikachu? I think I can make a Pikachu. Good. Yeah. I'm going to ask Do it right now. Tell her to do it right now. But I'll try to do it with you. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. Okay, see you tonight. Bye. There you go. What's what's going on tonight? What are you doing? Little Falcon and Winter Soldier Fridays. Oh, nice. They made it through. They watched all the MCU, and then they watched Fast and Furious. And next up, we're going to watch Watchmen for the first time. Uh, The the series. The movie and then the series. Uh, We watched the movie this week, but we're about to start the series, which I've never seen. God damn, I need to to rewatch this damn show, dude. I need to rewatch this damn show. You need to rewatch the damn movie. It's fucking Oh, the movie rules. I fucking love the movie. It is so good. And watching it after uh, the Snyder Cut, I'm just like, I don't understand how these are so different. I just don't get it. Zack Snyder. I'll tell you what. fucking got it. I'll tell you why they're different because he didn't write one of them. Yes, one I, of them is, is the one he didn't is, write. Very, yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. Those movies. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kind of funny podcast. Each and every week, twice a week, four, sometimes five. Best friends gather on these microphones. Each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit. If you like that, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, where you can be part of the show. You can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns, everything under the Kinda Funny sky. Of course, you could also on Patreon.com slash Kinda Funny be watching live as we record it like Lexi G, Joshy G, Demetrius Newell, Chance, 
Carter. Uh, thank you all for watching live, having uh, hanging out, supporting us on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Remember, you get the show ad free there and you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every episode. However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. You can get the new episodes of the show on youtube.com slash kind of funny podcast services around the globe. What was that, Andy? You flat, what'd you put up? What'd you flat? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it's a graphic from, crazy the graphic from games daily but it's <laughs> the globe the, no, no actually if in the configuration um that graphic is called a zarf or oh, a zarf. oh okay. yeah. interesting that's oh, also okay. a zarf. no it's the kfgd top five that oh, okay. i okay but i like i still have it here in my scene i forgot they were nice. still here yeah, yeah. that's really cool okay. Did like you it. watch uh, Andy and I host Games Daily? Not like I told watch. you guys, I watched the first twenty five minutes, 25 and then I minutes. went to a Van Gogh exhibit. All right, you, did, you never got back to, to to watch the rest of it because we did no, some really cool no, shit toward the I end didn't, of the show. I didn't. I didn't. I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I imagine that's I how didn't. most people watch that show. They just watch ten minutes of it and just, just like whatever. Yeah. I said I just want to watch twenty. Show. I don't know why you said ten. Like you know, nah, we all know. Whenever anyone says twenty, oh yeah, I watched twenty minutes of it. You fucking watched. I left. I left at ten thirty. I left ten twenty is when I stopped watching to get ready to go. We didn't start. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> we started at 10 on the, on the <laughs> Kevin was very adamant about that. He was like, we're starting at fucking 10. Housekeeping for you. Uh, remember, the Kind of Funny Morning Show came back last week. You can catch an actual episode of the Kind of Funny Morning Show over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays. That's where all the archived Twitch live streams go up. Again, Kind of Funny.com. No, no, that's right. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays. Uh, you can go there, catch it all. It's a new channel from us. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, while we're at it, too, hey, if you're on any of the YouTube channels, why don't you remember we have YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny where you get this show. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games where you get games content youtube.com slash kind of funny plays go ahead and subscribe there and click the bell i noticed the the views and some of the stuff's down and i'm like oh man like we're just getting buried i guess because there's so much other youtube content out there so click the bell so you get the notification you do all that stuff you know when things go live. click the bell click the damn bell you know what i mean i uh, thank you to our patreon producers uh willie d billums julian the gluten-free gamer mick aka at the nanobiologist dj kento steve powers kieran o'donnell tom bach Today, we're brought to you by The Blessing Show, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, we have a few final moments to make fun of Tim. Andy, what do you got? Uh, here's the thing. Yeah. We make fun if you're of an audio Tim. listener, Tim stepped away. Yeah, Tim stepped Assumedly, away. he's got a poop. I think we've been making fun of Tim a little too much lately. I feel, like, I, feel like we're, uh, okay. I feel like we're ganging up on Tim a lot, and I don't think, he, I don't think he's feeling it. So I think we need to back that off and Let's focus make fun it. of Blessing. That's that's fine. I never make fun of Blessing, though. I have too much respect I know. for him, but you guys can go ahead and do it. Well, you know what it is? Honestly, it's because Blessing and, like, Mike um, and Roger, we, they just haven't worked with me enough to understand that, like, the way I show love is by making fun of them. Like, by pain, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just breaking break balls a little bit here and there, busting balls a little bit. Um, so I just don't want to do that because I don't want them thinking, oh, here's this, uh, I mean – genius i think would be a word i could use to describe me maybe that they would describe me with um obvious um you know artist it's one of those things when i was walking around the interactive van gogh exhibit immersive Mm -hmm. van gogh exhibit i did see a lot of hints of nick in there where i was like i can see how this man is a a, you know a a savant of his time yeah it's that thin line between art and madness that i like to i like to skate and greg i think one of the things i respect about you and andy actually you as well is that you both you guys are on that line too and he's a little better about hiding it greg you hit about thursday or as you said i've had that friday energy since tuesday or whatever it was last week which is a great quote and i just respect the hell that you guys are willing to dip into the chaos with me because that's where it goes but i feel like uh, i'll stick a toe in right like i'll kind of like i'll dip in a bit be like no no see kind of chilly Andy's here's where you're at with the chaos pool. Yeah, right? where's he? Me at and Greg are in the deep end, 
trying to figure out which one of the other person can like hold their breath longer with weights. You ever take weights sure. in the pool? They were super fun. Andy's over in the attached jacuzzi Wait, that's way too hot. And he's like, ah, oh, it's so hot in here. But he's just he's just in the jacuzzi watching us play. I'm stewing in my own juices. Yeah. You ever going to get into another hotel yeah. jacuzzi, you think? Uh, a hotel jacuzzi? Yeah. I haven't been in a hotel. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay. I would. That was a COVID question, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, when we get back to new normal or when we get to new normal, it's going to be, you know, what do you do? Um, What do you touch? You touch the stuff, eating stuff? What are you doing? So to answer your question, Kevin, there was a scene in Point Break where they threw bricks into a pool and blindfolded Gary Busey to go pick them up. It was some sort of like, I don't know why they did it. I think it was just for for the sake of having there be a scene there. But my brother and I evolved that to taking these old weights my dad had that were like plastic. They were like plastic covered dumbbells that he had. And he never used them because we never worked out. And we used to th- we used to put them in the pool in the deep end, and we'd yeah. go down there, and then you could hold on to the weight and just kind of float at the bottom. Oh, the you wouldn't. Oh, That's so cool. you could stay That's down really, there. Really, really cool. Yeah, you it was super also... fun. So you just like, or you could put your finger, like your foot underneath it, and then like you could like feel like you were in space, like grabbing yeah. onto yeah. the ladders, like going around the space station in midair. Absolutely, the feeling like I've Kong. always wanted. Yeah, exactly. Like Here's what this uh, you know what, Nick, you, you just uh jumped in there into the deep end, right? You grabbed yeah. that weight hey. of chaos as you just talked about. Uh, I want to bring in Kevin Guzman's question. He wrote in, of course, to patreon.com slash kinda funny, just like you can to be part of the show. And it's not exactly there, but stick with me as I ask it and then immediately give something I, I want to say. If you could relive any day of your life, what would it be? Uh you would relive it as if it was the first time. Kevin goes on, I personally would want to relive watching Spider-Man 2002 for the first time in theaters. It was one of the best days of my life when I was five. What I want to do is just a twist on this, because what you, when, as you were telling this story, Nick, and you've told it's so many questions, we gotta of, take more questions. They, they always ask good questions. You need to stop fucking interrupting me, all right? Because you need to. Ra- I understand you, your you've been standing zarf, up. Bro. You're hot to trot. You're standing up. You got all the pistons firing over there, Cortez. But I need you to put it into neutral for a second, all right? Every time you bring up one of these stories, uh, Nick, about you and Matt hanging out at the pool. You know, Big Lou, Elena, they're off on some trip. I think about what a blast it would have been to hang out on a summer day, a summer weekend with the Scarpino boys oh, when we were it went a, a bit younger. We and so this isn't a uh, – we're going to get to Kevin's question, but it, it, I like this piggybacking of I would fucking love to hang out with Scarpino lads. Oh, man. we it's Greg, you would have fit right in because I told you my best summer, and I mean, this might be kind of a, a twist on the question, but like – I would take one of the days, well, two days. One, I'd love to go back and relive my wedding uh, because that day is a blur and I was way too tired and I would love to just know that, hey, it turned out pretty good. So go out and enjoy it. Um, but two, I would love for you to join me for the, that week period my parents decided to go to like New Orleans and <laughs> me and my – that was amazing, Ed. I was, I, my honest to God that hope was, was going to be that he crawled out, ran to the kitchen, and crawled back in and came up with like a giant six-foot sub. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing, but I like the I like the red one too. Um, no, I, I, you, I would want you to come visit during one of those weeks. Yeah, where it's 110 degrees outside. We've got the air conditioning blasting indoors. We're playing Mario Kart 64, and then when you want to go get some sun, you go into the pool. We put the lawn chairs in the pool, all the mm-hmm. all the patio furniture in the pool, so you could just chill out in the pool and drink. And we were just drinking all day long for like it was like a four day long party. People came, they slept over, they got tired, they left, they came back after their job. It was fucking, it was a blast. You would have fit right in there. You're clowning people out in Mario Kart. Wasn't that essentially the pool day at at my bachelor party? Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. But no Mario Kart. 
but no Mario Kart. That's true. That's true. So that's, we, that's the problem. We enjoyed you your need. bachelor party. Yeah, I'm not saying that. It was just I think you you dial it back to then when you have literally no responsibilities. No responsibilities. And like, like n- there's you no. Certainly, you, you certainly drank like you had no responsibilities. Remember that? Well, Fuck great. I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was, remember, I was <laughs> so I was so fucking drunk and I went I went back and then just slept through the, any after party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I woke up like fucking seven hours later. Like oh shit. I, fuck. More than that, you remember you, you stepped on my sandals twice and ripped them in half. Yeah, broke them. Broke them. Yeah, yeah broke yeah. them anymore. Impressive. The second time I'm pretty sure it was on purpose. <laughs> that makes sense. sounds like something I would do. I'm a clown. Everybody loves me. <laughs> Andy, you like this question. What day would you go back and relive from your life? Gosh, well, like Nick frames it as a couple of different days, right? Nick sure. frames it as like a three weekend span or whatever. Um, gosh, I'm just trying to think about stuff that I did as a kid that I wish I had the awareness to kind of enjoy yep. in that yeah, moment. Um, but I guess I'll go with just something super uneventful, but just some of the more fun times in life where my band and I and other close friends would practice and like write songs at my uh, at my friend's mom's place of work. She had like an office and that's where we had our equipment and we would practice and play after hours and like there were no noise complaints because we were kind of in a strip mall that, you know, there's nobody to complain. Um, sure. And we also brought the GameCubes, and it was Smash Bros, and it was Double Dash. And it was just some of the most fun times of my life where we would sleep over sometimes at the office, and, you know, it was just, we were snacking, and we were writing music, and it was just a really cool time that I wish that I could kind of savor a bit more, you know? Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, you bring up a good one that I like about that, right? Where, you know, Nick, of course, you toss out your wedding and, you know, obviously I think of that too. But honestly, after, what was it? Jeez, Podcast Beyond 200. I'll never forget coming off stage and uh, one of the audience members there was crying. And I was like, are you okay? Like thinking something was wrong. Like, no, it's just this is so special. And it was that moment where I was like, oh, like. I didn't process any of this. I ran so quickly through it. So since that, when I talk about Beyond 300, when I talk about Kind of Funny Live, one, two, three, prom, all that, like I did my best to stop and take a breath and look around and enjoy that. And so like even for my wedding, like there's that distinct memory for me of walking along the Embarcadero going from hard water where we had drinks to a water bar. And it was this beautiful, sunny uh, May day. And uh, like walking there, everybody dressed cars on the Embarcadero honking for us and like cheering and clapping and people doing it. And it was me and Poe listening to this French song that was obviously one of Jen and I's songs. And I was playing it off of my phone and we were singing it. Jen, her sister went over front, you know, my mom, my dad, Jen's mom are back. Like it was like this, like, I had a moment of clarity there where I was like, holy shit, like this is so incredible. Like these people I never would have thought even would meet are all here right now celebrating our love or whatever. So like, yeah, I think for those kind of things in terms of reliving, I'm more drawn to an Andy like scenario where to go chase one of those things you only kind of remember, right? Like I would love to be able to go back to being a child and mom taking me to Toys R Us. You know what I mean? Because oh, I have those yeah. distinct m- memories of like my finger on the glass. I want that. And it was Ghostbusters Sega Master System or, you know, picking up, uh, going through Mint on Card, real Ghostbuster, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figs, right? Freaking out when we, we me and Grandma Miller found April O'Neil, my grandmother having no idea why this mattered. <laughs> like, like, I remember those aisles, right? Being skyscrapers, like yeah. just so tall and packed with toys. And now, I guess not now, but, you know, a couple of years ago when I still go to a Toys R Us, it was 
so different and rinky dinky and yada yada. I, I would love to have that moment, like similar to what Kevin's talking about, of go back there and be five years old and go get, and have it through those eyes, but be able to actually suck it in and like feel it. I yeah, there was that. a there was also a moment. Um, if if I could choose like another day, it was me when I was with my band and we did we were doing mm-hmm. like this small Texas tour, just driving to random cities or whatever. And one of them we played in Fort Worth, and it's it was it was always great when you played local shows and people would get excited for you and like you know sing along and shit. But playing a random show where nobody knew us, but they were just so stoked to hear a band from out of town, and it was us and it was another band name uh, at the time called Schoolboy Humor. And these dudes were like really really like in MySpace terms they were you know, uh, achievement hunter. And we were us, you know what I mean? Like we were both like fairly popular, but they were like really, really huge in terms of like MySpace friends. These guys had a lot of following. And so we became friends with them. And then we ended up playing the show and seeing them like just fucking like really vibing out to our music and being like, Oh, they like our shit. And the crowd being really, really into the music as well. And stoked on us and what we were kind of bringing to the stage that was just like a cool ass moment being on tour and then knowing that afterwards we're going to drive back to so-and-so's house who's letting us crash there and we're probably <laughs> going to like grab pizza and like you know hang out with other people like it was always a cool little thing that i just don't really i didn't really get to cherish as much as i would have liked to sure those moments are so fleeting right when something yeah. like that's happening yeah I, I feel like i similar to a lot of us but especially me a, a very nostalgic person so this question it's like i have so many answers that i could like you know just gush about but one that i want to bring up that comes up i think more often than any of the others in some way is the and it's watching endgame you know like having Um, seeing having that experience but like i I love that we all have it we all have different versions of it i'm talking about us and the best friends out there but every single time that clip comes up of a theater reaction like we all kind of have an emotion to that and i I was just spending the last like three minutes trying to find a picture and i can't fucking find it on google or my instagram or kind of funny's instagram but it's the group pick of all of us at endgame and like to me that was so special like of course the movie and of course all the moments but it was before the movie when we were all just in the lobby at the lobby, Metreon, yep. having a cocktail yep. or whatever. It, it was a weird place. Yeah, literally any friend I've ever had in my entire life there. was there. Yeah. Like my all my middle school friends, all of you guys, all the industry people. Like everyone was there. We got like thirty something tickets for that movie, and like that Dolby screening was ours. Like it was kind of funny, and so every scream, every yelp, every cry you heard was our people having this like shared moments and you know before the movie even started just like not even theorizing and all that stuff but just like all of us kind of deal with the emotions we had going into it it was so special to me and like i i I remember getting a cocktail with andrea and like talking about like what we're about to experience and how crazy it is that we are getting the return of the jedi of our generation like yeah my god dude insane kevin i slacked you the photo you bring up andrea right i'll never forget it was it was i think it was john Andrea, me, and D. Yeah. And me and a- Andrea are gushing tears on when on your left happens. Like just and then yeah. I remember just ugly, thinking that's, D that's looking my ugly over, cry moment. D looking over at John and John's like, I don't know, whatever, let him do it. This is their thing. This is their moment. <laughs> yeah. 
Like this fucking picture is insane. You know, this wasn't even close to everybody that was. Uh, and I do think us. I'm cheating. I think this is the end. I think this is after we saw it, but it yeah. gives you the best, ver- you know, best I can do for you. <laughs> Don't yeah. forgetting it, right? But it's also that idea, right? Of like, I think about that all the time too. Of like every time that clip goes around of people reacting, I stop and I kick myself of like, especially as content driven as we are, of like, why didn't I think of that? Why yeah. not to record it and get kicked out, but like just to switch on audio and have totally. a, a wave file of us all, <gasps> you know what I mean? Of like all that shit happening. Cause that's so brilliant, but man, yeah. what a moment. What a fucking moment, man. Yeah. And I like, in the same way too, like, I, you know, I think of, you know, uh, 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 you know, I've talked about it before, obviously, but like, you know, getting to see Ghostbusters two in theater, like 1989 mom taking me there, like in a noon showing on opening day or whatever. And I'll never forget. It was so weird. Cause you know how you're, you're a little kid or whatever. And I remember when, you know, the carriage rolls into the street and uh, Dana scoops up little Oscar and the, you know, Nick, the, the Ghostbusters theme starts kicking in slowly or whatever. And I remember my mom turning and looking at me and not looking at the movie. She was looking at me to watch yeah. my reaction to this obviously epic fucking moment for Ghostbuster fans. Yeah. And I remember doing the thing of, I'm not going to smile. Like, I know what she wants. She, I'm not, yeah. I was doing that kid thing. I'm like, and then I remember I just couldn't stop myself. <laughs> I just started grinning like a moron when the fucking Ghostbusters 2 logo That's pops so up. You know cool. what I mean? That's great. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. <sighs> Those moments. I think, I think the only other time that I think of was, um, I, I do remember leaving high school. I remember, um, being around my friends in like theater and like doing our last production and just thinking like, I, I like, I just think remember being like, I'm going to miss this. This is a special, like I, I stopped and savored it. Cause I was like, I don't think I'll ever get this again. I had no intention of doing theater beyond that point. Um, and I thought I'll just never be on camera or an on camera personality again, or have group people that are awesome to do work with. So just savor it right now, man, take a mental picture, you know, with your eyes. Um, Cause we didn't have phones back then. And that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. I've got nothing else. I don't know why. I mean, there's that was a good one. I mean, you don't. I mean, you, you had a good one. You don't have to worry about it. You had two good ones. Yeah. No I mean, the biggest for thing for me that like I to not go too far into repeating stories over and over and over again. But there's probably a lot of new listeners that haven't heard so much of our old stories, which is crazy. But for the uh, record, too, actually, you know, you bring up a good a great point. I this is something I've been kicking around, but I always think about it about ten minutes before we go live. I need to get access i know we no i'll hit it up i'm gonna put a thing up and i want to do a kind of funny podcast i guess one week from today and you know what i want it to be i want it to be the kind of funny kind of funny quick start guide or so or so this is your first kind of funny podcast because Mm. it floors me and i love it so goddamn much ladies and gentlemen the fact that we've been doing this for six years and I, it it always happens but now more than ever somebody pops up on the reddit and is just like hey I've been listening since this one video four months ago and I'm trying to get more involved in the community or I'm trying to do this or I've only been here since this happened and yada, yada, yada. Like the fact that we have so many people who are still coming in and are brand new, I want to put together like a podcast that is an FAQ and what that means, I want you to interpret. I want to, I'm going to get it from Joey actually right now so I can add it in there, but be like, what would your advice be to a new kind of funny listener? What, what would, uh, what would, What's the story they need to understand? What's an inside joke? Stuff like that. It can be, or just interpret however you want to. And I want to put together an episode of like new to kind of funny start here. And this is where we all go from. Dude, I, I love that. And, you know, it, it's actually such perfect timing because last night, uh, someone named Byron Jones that I have never met. It's a community member that I have never seen his name before. He tweeted at me and just said, hey, at Tim Gettys, just wrote to reminisce about how the hashtag let Tim host era was wild and so freaking phenomenal. And like it made my life. Here, like reading this last night at 
10.40 p.m. Where I was like, people care about me. People care about me enough to, like, give a shit about where I came from and, like, all that the dumb shit that I did to, like, get where I'm at. The like, legacy content. The legacy, <laughs> totally. And it's like, you know, people look at me now and are, like, uh, like stoked that I'm where I'm at. Like, that is so cool and exciting to me. And it, it, it empowers me so much more to want to keep going and keep doing this stuff where it's like, you know, for so long, it was just like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm here and I'm doing stuff because I'm good at video and I know this stuff, but beyond is the reason we are what we are. And beyond will always be the reason we are what we are. But the fact that what I did separate means something mm-hmm. to anyone is like, holy shit, that's so fucking cool. And I think that like, I've seen it so much the other way with uh with the, the, the more not future but i mean eh, whatever future with andy even of just like the people like that are so stoked about andy doing his own thing but also the natural rifle stuff but also like you know the lineage of andy cortez coming into us like being a community member but also being a receipt being a game developer being part of all this other stuff like it's just so cool the lineage that we have and the fact that there are people that that give a shit about yeah. our past See- the tweet I thought you were going to bring up, Tim, was the one that randomly the other night tweeted at you, Toilet Toad. <laughs> no, but that's, on, hey, real talk. Yo, you say that. There's been about four of those in the last, like, month and a half. And it used to be a lot more frequent before, and I'm not asking for more, please. But, like, it, that is exactly what we're talking about, where it's like we have created this legacy. There are memories and and things tied and associated with this. And to talk about the story I was about to tell, it's like, you know, I grew up liking uh, rap artists, Tone Def, Q and Five, all that stuff. And they would do annual concerts that were in New York. All the fans that knew each other just from the internet would fly to New York, have these concerts. And it wasn't just we're rapping songs. They'd have video packages and announcements of new projects and all this stuff. That is literally what I learned from of everything we do at Kind of Funny. Kind of Funny Day, Kind of Funny Live. Like all of this stuff is based off that. And it's not based on manipulating people and trying to make as much money as possible and all that stuff. I'm just trying to give the dopest memories and experiences to people possible because I know how powerful that is for me. Like I know what that did for me. Mm -hmm. I know how I think about like the question of like what moments do I wish I could go back to? I wish I can go back to the kind of funny mega show 2009 when we saw the Chico and the Man music video for the first time with a release date. That release date never happened. That album's still not out to this fucking day. That doesn't take away the memory of that happening, of me surrounded by people that care about this so much that we're in tears, you know, because we're in yeah, this communal yeah. experience. And it's like, you know, we could talk about Avengers Endgame. We could talk about that stuff. But it's like people feel that way about us. And I hope that I always live up to that. I hope that we always are caring about that experience. And it doesn't need to be the most epic thing ever. And like tears are a weird thing. Emotions are a weird thing, you know, because it's like. Oh, I tear up it, all the time. It, it can so easily feel like, again, manipulation. And it's not that. It's like when somebody does something and it makes you tear up from just sheer emotion it's because both sides care that much mm-hmm. christopher nolan always making me tear up because he cares that fucking yeah. much you know like that's such a good example not about his audio balance <laughs> only in the imax version especially <laughs> no it's true right, Tim, and, and that's that's one of the things that like I'm, i i i obviously we're creating memories now um especially through covid and i think we're creating memories for ourselves and for people who are listening to this stuff which is good but i do look forward to those days the days when we can be all in the studio together oh my god and start just 
Greg fucking stomps on the wrong part of the concrete floor for the 4,700 foot square foot warehouse and the whole fucking power grid goes down. If that happens, that I'll be upset with how we've built out this warehouse. <laughs> I will be a little upset too. I'm like, oh, there's power, any power right under there. I don't think it's going to happen. But I, I look forward to those moments. I look forward to the moments of like this, this shenanigans of the, the you know 12 hour long streams and shit. That like first that, month back. streams and stuff. You know, know what I mean? Be, that first it's month be a fucking back. Barn oh burner, bro. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll say and and don't get me wrong, I'm excited for it, but I do get a little stung whenever I see God, I just can't wait for them to get back at it in the studio. It's like, fuck, I feel like we've been back at it and I'm so tired from being back at it. <laughs> like what, has oh, no. all this been for not? <laughs> like what <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I'm, I'm with you on that, Andy. Like we are we are obviously burning the candle at both ends, um, but in a good way. And like I was it's so funny because I I wake up every day and I'm like I got a lot of stuff to do today, but I look and I'm like, okay, I'm looking forward to it. Like today, I was like, got to wake up. I got to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Cool. That's going to be fun. Then I got to talk yeah. about uh, Invincible. Wow, very much looking forward to that. And then I get to do the podcast with the guys to so round up my week. And I'm like, oh, it's so late. Nah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. I don't know. And I, get to, about, but. and I get to uh, hopefully end this conversation, uh, this podcast with uh, the events of what happened at CVS yesterday. Oh, God. oh dear, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear from our sponsors before we hear that story. What's up, everybody? This is your ad for the Kind of Funny Podcast, and I'm here to talk about The Blessing Show. That's right over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. We have a show that goes up every other week called The Blessing Show. It's a video essay show from blessing at Oye jr uh, where he talks about the things that happen in the video game industry he breaks down what's up uh the newest episode is live it is all about elden ring and he brings in game spots to more hussein and of course fan bites imran the don Khan. uh if you could go over and check it out that would be huge if you didn't know the blessing show is one of our few video only products meaning that while thousands upon thousands upon thousands of you listen to the kind of funny podcast as a podcast uh, a lot of you don't go over and check out the youtube pages as much which i totally understand Understand, but this is us trying to dip our toe into video essays, and I would love it if I could get some support for it. So head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, watch The Blessing Show, and while you're there, click that subscribe button, and also click the bell. It'll give you little notifications in your sub box on YouTube, and you might say, Greg, I don't really use the sub box on YouTube. It's not my bag. Totally get it. It, it still helps us out metrically-wise if you hit the little bell and the subscribe button. And if your parents have YouTube, what they, which they do, go there and do it too, because they'll never notice when they're getting notifications. It just helps us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and click the bell and keep watching stuff on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Until next time, it's back to the podcast. Surf. Andy, what did Corduroy Man do to you this time? It's oh. not what you think it is. This was did he apologize? a season three twist that I wasn't expecting and arguably made the series worse. I walked Do we in need there. to bring everybody up to speed on what happened in the past here with Corduroy Well, in the, in the past, uh, there's been a guy at CVS um, who always comments on the purchases that I'm making. And the, it's always, I'm buying a couple bags, of, like a f bag of Flamin' Hot Fries and a couple Monster Energy drinks or a couple of Red Bulls. Or it's always like an energy drink and a snack, right? And he's always doing like the, oh, you must be gaming late tonight, huh? And it's like, it's getting to the point where it's like, stop commenting on my shit. Like, it's... You're kind of making me feel bad for buying, for always buying it. Like, I'm waiting for the day that he goes, damn, do you ever eat real meals? Like, I'm waiting for him to kind of do that one of these <laughs> damn. days. Damn. But anyway, I walk in yesterday, and I got my headphones on, and I look at the the lady who works there. She's super nice. Uh, she she always sees me, and she's like, and I, I look at her, I kind of wave, and she's on the phone. I'm like, uh, oh, she's like not paying attention to me. And I take out my headphones, and I hear, 
Yes, there are two of them right now. They are in the makeup aisle. They are stealing everything. I was like, what? And I'm oh, and man. I as I walk by the makeup aisle, there's a dude and his, I'm assuming girlfriend or wife or whatever, and they are just Jack and fucking it's like I was this, talking about the other week about the Walgreens in yeah. our, our old neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, no. this is this was not a a person being secretive with a backpack <laughs> and like putting it in their pocket. No, like like both of the people working there, he was not there by the way, quarter word guy. Um, Do you but think both he was of, the boyfriend? No, 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 definitely okay. not. Um, the dude uh, only wearing underwear, no pants, and yeah. shoes. Don't need him. Underwear, no pants, shoes. Has yeah, a big backpack, and they are just like fucking grabbing everything in the makeup aisle. And she's on like kind of the eyeliner. I I took a photo. I don't know if you remember. I talked about how I get really annoyed at the security cameras. Are like smile, you're on camera, and that yeah. sort of thing. You're being recorded right now. Uh, one of the eyeliners in that photo, I got a lot of messages from a bunch of women being like, I love that eyeliner. It's super expensive, but it's really good. And of course, homegirl who's over here stealing all this stuff. That's crazy white looking lady. Like she just had fucking blonde hair. It's like they're going everywhere. It's like, oh my gosh, I wonder like what's going on in their life that they are resorting to this. But she is just fucking stealing everything. Dude. And it is pandemonium. And then I hear like over the over the loudspeaker, like, there are two shoplifters in the building. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. It's a small building. Yeah, we can hear, bro. <laughs> and, like, and I, I walk, like, a foot away from him because I'm having to walk by. So I, like, I see everything he's doing, like, right next to him. Do you hand him your 3D Doritos? Like, can you rip these <laughs> yeah. off? Luckily, there's no weapons. Luckily, like, you know, that, that my initial worry, I was like, what, sh- should I, like, go? I don't know what to do here right now because I'm, I'm too right. far away from the entrance. I don't know if they have weapons. I don't think they do. But I kind of had to, I had to go to the pharmacy to pick up a prescription. And I was just kind of like looking around the corner like, I hope it's everything's safe. okay. And then the lady was like, yes, uh, officer, she's talking to the cops. She's like, uh, yes, orange shoes, no pants, this and that. And then he finally like left the store and they both left. No and pants. eventually, No pants, just yeah, underwear. Just his underwear. underpants. Yeah, his underwear. Yeah, just, yeah underwear. just like briefs, just like gray briefs. And then the uh, the cops get there, and they're just like, "Yeah, we think he had a he probably had a getaway car or something because he was we didn't see him on any of the streets that we were passing." So there was just like a big ass robbery happening, and I was I had Your never seen something that over the brazen. top. Yeah, yeah, because it's usually you know I see a lot of shoplifters in that CVS, like, and it's always like a backpack, and they secretly hide something, and then they walk up, "Hey, sir, can you pull what's in your bag?" and then. Whatever. It's always like this awkward encounter. It's always very secretive, similar to the ones that I've experienced at Best Buy when I worked there. But this was just like, holy shit. This is, I was waiting for a a honey bunny moment in Pulp Fiction. Like, I thought this was going to be one of those. I was kind of scared for my life. I have multiple times seen shit like that going down at my local Walgreens. I walked in one time and it was um, a, a dude who had just stolen something. And the manager with a fucking screw gun, like a drill, like a portable Jesus. drill gun. And he was just like, he was just not like wanting to make contact with it, but like using the noise to try to get the guy like out of the building. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> a scary noise. Like, hey, 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 hey. And like, like he wasn't like trying to stab a vacuum cleaner and a he was dog just like, or something. He was literally in the middle of like screwing something in and realized this guy was doing it. And he, yeah, he was trying to get like a wild animal out of the fucking, out of the cabin up in the woods. He was like, rah, 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 rah. And I just, I just felt, I was like, this is, this is the reality of the city we live in right now. It's not great. It definitely needs to change. Um, I should be doing something to help, but I instead went right over to the aisle that I needed to go to, grabbed 
the reduced fat uh, wheat thins that I a wanted, fucking a red. couple Coke Zeros, and I was just like, bro, get it, man. I fucking bullshit. Yeah, I just bought it. <laughs> I, would like, I, would like to, I would like to direct that. I, this is the times like this that I wish we were still doing the animated show because what I would do is I would have Andy walk in and have it be a ridiculous ruckus in the middle of the, of the CVS and then have Andy just be like, huh, and then still grab his item and walk around it over to the aisle and be like, can I, can I check out now? Can I? It's just like, she's still trying to buy your shit. Like nothing's happening. Yeah. Phone number is uh, 512. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was wild. It like not... escalates. People are starting to light fires in the back. And you're like, I'm just trying to get these to read. I was shocked. Homeboy wasn't there. I was shocked. Homeboy and Corduroy wasn't there. Probably I thought he, job. he probably knew it was going down. Couldn't be there. Son of a bitch. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, Greg. We already know he's, he's, you know, nefarious. We already know he has no morals. This would, let's, and it's a perfect not, crime then, right? Because he wasn't guy. there. You know what I mean? Let's yeah, not do it's, this. A, it's let's, a real guy. Yeah. This guy's uh, a I agree, giant Kevin. piece of he's shit. What, I don't know, he's a real guy, Kevin, so we can't talk <laughs> you know about the fact that he might be part yeah, of this. I don't know his name. Probably, I just know he's a corduroy guy. I feel like maybe, you know, we might be liable if we write some stuff. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of really popular YouTube channels that talk about theories like this. They just, you know, they come out and they have, you know, here's A and here's C. That's how do we connect them. Yeah. I, I mean, I did my part. You go forth. I, I mean, Kevin is a lawyer. <laughs> Kevin said, but legally speaking, we have to say to everyone, we're just joking. Do not, if you find this man in the wild, don't give him shit, obviously. If you see, if around. you go to a CVS anywhere in San Francisco and you find a man in corduroy, there's no guarantee that don't say anything to him. Don't accuse him. And for keep sure. Keep your eye on him, all right? Yeah, keep your eye on him. And, and if he sure. gets out of line, that's when you call the police. Exactly. That's when you call Andy. And if he Which judges you on, on your 3D Doritos, line. let us maybe know. Maybe ask him, yeah, is this too many 3D Doritos? Hey, sir, so I was wondering uh, where all the 3D Doritos are. And if you had someone who came in and ate them all the time, call of duty and see what he says to that. Oh, you they, mean Andy. They didn't have any 3D Doritos there yesterday, by the way. I'm Ask sorry. him if someone came in and kept, kept buying a lot of bleach. You know, this is a Godzilla reference. Oh, uh, <laughs> Godzilla reference. Nick, I want to yeah. know: did you did you have you looked into this guy who lost a finger uh, in the oh. while doing MMA? Oh no. my God! How did he did you hear about finger? this dude? No, it happens every. It happens like once every year or two that someone forgets to take the ring off and then just gets their finger like ripped off. Oof. Is this what happened, or what happened Oof. to this guy? <laughs> uh, I, I heard about it yesterday on stream, and I was hoping you would know more about it. I've pulled no. up uh, the TMZ article here. Okay. It looks like Hitag uh, Pilev uh, loses finger in horrific mid-match injury. Again, I'm reading oh, from TMZ. Oh, I said, wait a second. Fight. I said, wait a second. Where the fuck is his finger? They were like, I don't know. That was a direct quote. That's how one witness describes seeing an MMA fighter lose a finger mid-match Thursday night. And yeah, the injury was just as horrific as it sounds. During... He tag uh, Paleves uh, bout with uh, Devin Good Goodale at Cage Fury Fighting Championship in Philadelphia. Officials had to stop the fight when they noticed Pilev was missing a freaking finger. Uh, the images were insane. Video of the 37-year-old in his corner showed the ring finger on his left hand had been completely severed at some point during the match. Did he forget the to problem? Take his ring off? The problem, for several minutes, nobody could find the missing digit. Event promoter enough, Rob Haydack told ESPN there was a mad scramble to try and help locate it, with the PA announcer even having to ask fans in the 2300 arena stands if they if they had seen it. It was a surreal moment, Haydack said. 
Eventually, his finger was found tucked away in his glove, yeah, uh, where it had been say. the entire time. But yeah, here's the crazy off. part. Uh, Pilev did not immediately go to the hospital to have it reattached. Hadex said uh, he uh, actually begged to continue with the match, and even the officials wouldn't let him. He, st he stayed in the ring for the post-fight announcement, where uh, Goodell was uh, re rewarded with the TKO decision. Yeah. Quote, it's crazy, the organizer said. He didn't even flinch. He was getting ready to do the official decision. was like, uh, guys, get him out of the cage and go put his finger back on. Uh, the fighter who did eventually uh, go to the, the emergency room and have his finger reattached says he believes he suffered an injury after Goodell had grabbed his glove early in the fight. In the second round, he caught my glove with one hand and held it, uh, Pilev said. Uh, I felt my finger snapped, but kept pulling my glove and my finger snapped. Ah, we kept fighting. When the second round was finished, I see my bone was out in the open. I wanted to keep fighting because I felt like I had this guy, but the doctor saw that and stopped the fight. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So first off, that's a good <laughs> stoppage. Uh, and if you're an MMA fighter and you think that any doctor anywhere is going to let you fight if you've Get back lost, out there, if kid. Ripped, someone's ripped your finger off, that's just not going to happen. Um, secondly, I, I was like, I bet it's in the glove because that, that happens like when you get your shit caught up in those big gloves. Um, but man, kudos to this guy. I'll tell you one thing right now, though. And this, this is kind of a – this is a thing that happens in fighting, right? You get so amped up on adrenaline that you just don't feel the pain. Like you're just – a lot of these fighters like will, will, will push through these injuries because A, they're very, very mentally trained for this stuff. And B, man, you're just – it's a blood sport and you got adrenaline pumping through your, your, your veins. But I'm going to tell you this right now. One hour later, that guy's like, fuck, I should have left that ring because wow. once that adrenaline's gone, he's probably like, this hurts like a motherfucker. It's, it's really interesting seeing him sitting there and like looking at his hand and them telling him like it's over and he's just like – Fuck. Like, he just looks disappointed and mad that he can no longer continue to fight. And I believe the tweet said, it appears as if so-and-so's finger is no longer there. And then all the, replies like, all the replies were like, what do you mean it appears? It's His finger's gone, dude. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> there is nothing there. And people are just kind of, and it looks like the ref is kind of trying to cover the view from the camera. This oh, is terrible, dude. Ugh. What horrifying. is fighting going to get canceled? Dude. Honestly, Tim, Never. I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is the point of this shit, man? <laughs> like, I, don't, so I, don't, I don't think it's ever going to get canceled because they, they, they evolve it and they have new rules and stuff like that. There's a raft. I mean, you're not supposed to rip people's fingers off. Um, but for the, I mean, it is a violent sport, but there's other violent sports out there that I think, you know, do damage as well. I think, the, no. I think UFC and MMA have come so far that they won't get canceled. I remember when, and I don't know, Nick, I know you obviously are, are the UFC, are the MMA guy, but I'm not sure how far back you go. And it's that thing of, I remember when it first came on the scene and it was like cage fighting, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, it was like, holy shit, these people are going to murder each other. And that's when people really stepped in and made them get rules set up. Yeah, well, I mean, back in the day, there was no weight classes. <laughs> so they yeah. were like, anyone versus anyone. It really is a true ultimate fighting, you know, championship. And uh, so there would be guys that were like 300 plus, like sumo wrestlers who would go in and just grapple with like hoist gracie who would always just choke him out and stuff like that but yeah oh slowly but surely like there's a um god i forget what it was i think it was i forget when he where he said it but they talked to john mccarthy who was one of the original reps refs that was brought into because he was the only person that really kind of understood martial arts at the time they're like we're going to bring you into ref but he was like after the first one he was like i'm not gonna do this again unless you give me the um the power to stop a fight because they said literally the only way a fight can stop is if someone taps, gets knocked out, or if their corner throws in the towel for them. 
And he goes, well, there needs to be a fourth one. And it needs to be – the ref needs to be able to stop the fight if he thinks someone's going to fucking die because uh, people are just getting their brains smashed out. Sure. So it's evolved. But, you know, it's like it's like, it's like boxing or any other sport. You know, there's a there's a certain amount of, uh, you know, liability that's going to go along with it um, for someone's personal safety. And you just have to kind of say, hey, what are you willing to – to sacrifice to go out there and and you know and do the sport. What are the the, I would argue the same stats. with football. Yeah. I think football is probably worse, truth be told. But I don't. I have no data to back that up. There's not a chance. I mean, I think football is problematic as well. I don't think that it's a this so, or that. Well, the difference. <laughs> well, the, I, I I and I I don't. Again, I'm I'm spitballing. I, I have no data for this, so please don't don't tear me apart. But I think I've heard people talk about the repetitive injuries in football being just as bad if not worse than fighting because fighting you only fight like once a year granted you're, yeah. you're sparring but you're not taking hits in practice at full fucking tilt all like every day for eight hours a day granted you are sparring and, and, and training stuff but your camp's not that long so i don't know they're they're both very dangerous and you, you have to do you know you have to do both of them knowing that you're doing something that's you know potentially harmful to your body you know that's that's the give and take of it but that's i bet I never... you in the year 2080 football and Fighting sports do not exist anymore. No, I mean, they make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so I, don't know I would think at that point, like, what would happen is if that we were going that way, football would be moved to a flag football thing. Which I, I know people would be like right now, you'd be like, oh, lame or whatever. But like, if it's slowly over the years, we get better and better about concussions and everything else. I feel like you'd get to eventually, they still want to do the sport. They still want to have something and they'd move to that. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think the consistent sort of helmet on helmet contact that isn't even necessarily that blatant or violent. It's mm-hmm. just you know, you're blocking somebody and then a helmet's kind of rocking your head like repeatedly or whatever. I it's those little things that make me think that football might be overall worse than fighting because I think fighting is sort of it's not you're not always going to get knocked out by a punch and you're not, not always going to get hit in the face a whole lot. But with football, it's six, it's seventeen weeks and it's constant. Well, I'm on a Bleacher Report article yeah. that was talking to physicians and athletes, and it's one of those where it's not really a cut and dry answer. But their closer here, this is Scott Harris reporting on this. Writes those cultural differences may be what really sets MMA and football apart, at least until more science comes in. Neither is better or worse than the other, but MMA seems to be seems more evolved, if for no other reason than its violence simply requires it. Quote: In MMA, you get time off. In football, after the concussion protocol, you can get time off, but not all—not always beside that, whoever they're talking to said. They still want to do hard sparring in MMA, but not as much. You don't see a lot of football scrimmages anymore. But on the flip side, I've done a lot of boxing, and the reason I can say, I can say it's football is you learn to be tough all the time. So it is that idea of, like, I think... You know how, how many months do you get between your fights, right, Nick? Like you're talking. Well, it's about months between you... fights, but it's also like there have been multiple fights that have been canceled because someone got rocked and they got a concussed in a sparring match. Sure. Leading up to the fight, and however minor, the doctors won't clear them to fight because that's super that's super dangerous. But I mean, again, I I don't want to sit here and say go fight, go be a UFC fighter. It's super super safe for you. No, no dude, of course it's not. There, is... there are people that have been knocked out by head kick, and if you want to see some, if you want to see, I mean, Jesus Christ. Go back and watch Stipe get knocked out by Francis Ngannou two weeks ago. It's the most fucking violent thing you'll see in your life. It's amazing, and it was a great fight, and I think even Stipe would agree that I'm sure he wants to step back in there, but that's the kind of shit that changes you. That's the kind of shit that, like, we call that changing power, where it's like, you're different after you get punched that hard, where you get knocked out that hard. You just are, man, and and I've seen fighters a lot that are fucking murderers, and then they get starched like that, and they just 
for whatever whether it's mental or whether it's physical, but they just don't have that same that same carefreeness or like devil may devil may careness because man, once you get one, I mean, Jesus Christ, I've I've been dropped in my head in in just jujitsu classes before. And I, I, I think to myself, if someone followed that up with like a hammer punch, I would be fucking dude. I'd be like, I'm never coming back to this mat. I'm gone, man. I'm going to Starbucks and writing screenplays again. That's how it's gonna go. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think about the the uh, uncomfortable feeling you get when you see a football player just get laid out, get up when the lights the are off. Like that's like the thing, well, yeah. well, that as well. But you, you see the initial hit, you go, oh, that's that was a fucked up hit. And then the player rolls over, and their arm is just like sticking out, yeah, and yeah. they're and, and or like if you their watch, bodies um, just like they tense up because of whatever happened in their brain or whatever. And I'll never forget Luke Keekley, who was a star linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, and was still really, really, really young. Retired fairly early in his career because he had suffered a hit and was on the field and was clearly woozy, and then started crying. And everybody is just like, get this off camera. This is so yeah. uncomfortable. We're yeah. watching a man cry for reasons we don't really know. Right like there. it's That's not he's not crying too. because he's he's feeling pain. He's just yeah. confused as all fuck right now. Yeah. And it was just whoa, like one of the awkward moments on TV is like, God damn, dude, let this guy fucking turn the camera off, turn it away. I don't need to see what this dude's going through. Because it's making me feel awful for wanting to watch the sport of these dudes doing this to each other all the goddamn time. And then he retired the the next year and he was very young. I I feel the same thing with fighting where it's like you want to see a good fight, right? And obviously like my – the reason I love fighting is because I love martial arts. I like fighting sports. I like – obviously love doing jiu-jitsu, things like that. And I've done martial arts ever since I was a little kid um, on and off, mostly just because I thought the geese were cool. But I got serious about it in my late 30s, which is, hey, good enough. Um, I like the strategy behind it. Same reason why people love watching sports in general is the more you do it yourself, the more you appreciate how it's done at the highest levels. Um, but unfortunately what comes along with that is people get hurt and it, and it sucks and it's not, it's not good to see. And people, you know, people have been put out of their careers and this is their livelihoods. Um, but man, I mean, you want to, you want to exactly what you're talking about, Andy, where someone just basically gets table topped where they just stiffen up like a board. Yeah. Um, watch the, watch Francis and Ganu knock out Alistair Overeem. It is terrifying it's to the point where when i saw it happen live i was like oh like i i was at a loss for words because it was so unbelievably powerful but you know yeah, it's just it's crazy that like it's crazy that if they achieved their goal <laughs> then it's like oh that's too much you know like the yeah. point of a yeah. fight is to fuck them up but if they fuck them up then it's like oh no and like i can take this not in a physical way but even like battle rap it's the same thing the point of a battle rap is to offend your op- opponent so much that they get offended and yeah, they lose their stance. They can't. They get pissed and they they lose because you beat them by offending them. And it's like so funny to be watching all of the battle rap scene right now, kind of be falling apart because of where we are at as a culture with things being canceled, words being canceled, this being canceled, blah, 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 all of that stuff. But it's, it's interesting to compare that to a physical sport. Uh, but it is all the same thing where it's like, we're rooting for them to do the thing, but the moment yeah. they do the thing, it's, it's a problem. Well, you want, I mean, that's the thing is like, you want to see people, you like one of the things that I really love about the UFC is that it's, it's the top promotion. And so you get the best fighters in the world and it's fascinating to see how these guys train against each other, what strategies they use. And often than not, you know, when you get two fighters that are really like 
evenly matched as far as their experience and like skill then it boils down to like what strategy they're gonna they're gonna undertake and i don't want to by the way if you've never watched ufc fight i don't want to sit here and paint it in, in a bad regard like everyone's getting knocked out left and right more often than not you see really cool like strategically people get choked oriented out fights. people get choked out they tap or sometimes it just goes to decision and you see two really good strikers just kind of like having a really cool stand-up game uh which is really fun and exciting for me um but yeah everyone now and again man you get, you get a big knockout and it's just it's shocking and it's t and it's scary and it's exciting all at once. Um, especially if you're a person who's ever trained before, or if you're a person that like you know gets in there and spars, you're like, wow, I would get knocked out so fucking fast against someone <laughs> who knows what they're doing. Just, I mean, because it doesn't, it's not, it's every bit about power as it is about precision. And a lot of these guys are just such good strikers; they just hit you right in your chin, you're fucking done, done. Or if you're Francis Ngannou, you just punch people into the next fucking stratosphere. God. I Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our podcast. Of course, there's more patreon.com slash kind of funny. But before we get out of here, I want to introduce someone very special. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show my favorite Rikert, Bianca Rikert. Hello, Bianca. How are you? Oh, geez. Wow. That's a high praise. I'm, I'm doing sorry. well, Greg. You, you, how are you? I'm great. Your husband, Dan, is a dirtbag, and everybody knows Damn, it. But I'm okay. happy you can be here. <laughs> so I, I put out online who has worked in a coffee shop. You responded, I was a barista in college. Tell me, how long were you a barista? Where, where were you a barista? I was a barista at Moondoggy Cafe. It was a Basset Hound themed uh, <laughs> in Maywood, New Jersey. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a very eclectic place where they had like, they, were, they would always sell a ton of retro shit, but no one ever bought it. So it just gathered dust and there was stuff everywhere. It was really cramped. People would just come in for coffee. Um, but yeah, I was there for probably like two or three years through college. Okay. And so then the question we have for you, and I'll let you know that none of the baristas we've brought on this show were able to answer this. So don't feel bad if you can't. If I walked into the cafe and I said, okay. can I get a zarf? What would you give me? Um, I would shit in a cup and say, <laughs> get the Makes fuck sense. out of my sight. Oh, I'm sorry. My left purse. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Fuck it up. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're fine. No, no. You're great. You're great. Yeah. See, a Zarf, according to Kevin, and, and he's the correct. Pro the problem is everyone thinks you're asking them, what is this drink? And it's not that, you know? I I'm, hey, the question's been honest the entire way, Kevin. I walk into I'm your coffee shop and I say, can I have a Zarf? I mean, if I said, what's a cup? People are like, something that holds liquid. They know what the name of a cup is. Exactly. What's a so you're wrong, Kevin. We've proven I'm, it. I'm wrong I mean, about what? Times. I'm with Kev. I'm wrong with Kev. about what? I, I just don't understand what I'm wrong of. The word? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then, uh, uh, Bianca, before we close the show, the second part of your tweet was, I, were, I, I, wasn't a, I was a barista in college. Then you said this. A man made a necklace out of his wisdom teeth. I left shortly after. That's correct. Um, okay, I assume you want me to elaborate. Please. Yeah, please. So, uh, yeah, there was this guy, um, I forget his name, but he would come in pretty much every day. He was a regular. Um, and naturally, we would always chat. So, uh, you know, we kind of developed a, a bit of a friendship. He, he was much older than me. I remember he walked with a limp because he had a car. He was in a car accident and one leg was shorter than the other one. Um, so he, he was an interesting character for sure. Uh, anyway, he got his wisdom teeth taken out and then he presented me with this Ew. necklace that he made with his wisdom teeth it was he made it out of floss and it had oh. several other wisdom teeth he somehow drilled a hole through them um and yeah it was uh it was very strange i was flattered but also a little bit frightened as you can imagine yeah yeah no understandably that's horrifying yikes 
A weird way to end the podcast. Yeah, so right? I that's understandable that's understandable well thank you for letting us ruin your friday evening by dragging you in here to relive wisdom teeth memories you are most welcome any escape from the dirtbag dan record the worst dude the worst kind of dude i'm so sorry we'll figure out a way to get you out of there one day don't worry Take take care all right bye ladies and gentlemen this has been the kind of funny podcast each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather on these microphones, each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever bullshit they want to bullshit about. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can watch us record the show live. You can get the show ad free. You can write in to be part of the show, but most importantly right now you can hang out even longer with us for the uh, post show. We do each and every episode uh, important. This of course goes up on Monday, meaning that I can tell you our next guest is Jerry O'Connell. From Sliders, uh, from Can't Hardly Wait, <laughs> actor awesome. Jerry O'Connell is joining us for the Tom Kind of Cats Funny Podcast. Tom Cats. Tom Cats. So get your Jerry O'Connell questions in on patreon.com slash kind of funny. We can't wait. I don't know what it is that we did a show called We Have Cool Friends for a so year, long. two years at least. Yeah. And, you know, no one gave a fuck. All of a sudden, hey, Kind of Funny Podcast. We do it twice a week. We have guests, and now we have like banger after banger. Not that we didn't on the other show. Oh no, I understand. Fuck. <laughs> then sure. Now, we put Joshy G with the Joe's care. apartment call out. Also, correct. oh my that god, is true. Oh my I god. forgot about Jerry O'Connell in Joe's apartment. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Get your questions in patreon.com/slash/kind of funny. We got a post show to do over there right now. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>